Welcome to the Ivy Church Podcast. Hello Ivy For those who don't know me, my name is Luke and I have the awesome privilege of leading the youth here at Ivy Church. In my spare time, I watch a lot of Disney movies with my two-year-old Grace. It of course started with Frozen and then moved on to The Lion King and Inside Out and then back to Frozen and then on to Toy Story. Now I love a good Disney movie, I am such a kid at heart, but in my opinion Toy Story is just the best Disney movie. And for the point of this talk I would be specifically referring to a scene in Toy Story 3 where the toys have been portrayed and are slowly descending into an incinerator. They have reached the conclusion that this is the end. They're all going to die. But the scene is really moving because there's a look that they give each other to say, this is it, and there's nothing we can do about it. But they all reach out and hold on to each other's hands. And, it all, and they all appear to take comfort that they don't face this challenge alone. Now, I won't spoil the end or make a daft analogy of how the claw that picks them up to save them, operated by the three green aliens, is God the Father, God the Son and God the Spirit saving us, because that would be heretical. What I really want to focus on is when we face these horrible dark times, what difference it makes knowing that we don't face these alone and knowing that God is always with us. Because today I will be continuing on our series looking at Psalm 23 verse 4. Even though I walk through the valley of shadow of death, I will fear no evil for you are with me. Psalm 23 was written by David as he was facing the very possibility of death, as he was being hunted down by Saul with the intention of being murdered. So whether you feel like you are in the shadow of death like David, or the toys in the incinerator, or you have a fear of death, I have a message of hope for you today. Equally, other versions of this verse use the phrase, even though I walk through the darkest valley, I will fear no evil. There are many situations in life that cause us to feel completely overwhelmed. An illness or a diagnosis, a job loss, a relationship breakdown, the list goes on and on. There will be plenty in this talk for you today too. If you are in the good position where this doesn't feel relevant right now, you should bank this for the future because the Bible tells us because you're a Christian, that doesn't mean we won't face difficulties in life, but we should face them differently to those who don't know Jesus. And that's because the message of truth I'm going to talk about today. So now I'm going to tell you about my darkest valley. To paint a picture, I had just turned 24. I wasn't a Christian at this point in my life and I just got back from a two week two-week trip to South Africa and Mozambique where I got engaged to my wonderful now wife Laura. The trip was full of beautiful scenery, police bribery and a lot of panic on my behalf but that is a story for another time. The summary is this, my life was going pretty well then we got home and everything changed. 
My auntie was diagnosed with cancer and soon after passed away. I was completely shocked and stunned that life can be taken away from you in just a second. This sent me on such a spiral as I started to worry about every twitch in my body. Every single feeling in my body I was getting, I became to overanalyze. My whole life changed when I was in bed overnight, worrying about my heart. Was it going to keep on beating or was it just going to stop? And as I started to worry, my breathing got quicker and quicker and my heart started to beat out my chest. And then I got numbness all over my arms and I leapt out of bed and started to shout to Laura, I'm having a heart attack, call an ambulance. Luckily for me, God gave me Laura, who is an incredible, passionate doctor, who was able to talk me through the situation and say, Luke, it's just a panic attack. For anyone who has had a panic attack, you will know how scary they are. Laura reliably informs me that one of the symptoms doctors use to diagnose a panic attack is this sense of impending doom because the person literally feels like they're going to die. This first panic attack set off a two-year cycle that became a living nightmare. At my worst, I couldn't walk down the road because I was so scared that I was having a heart attack. I had to lock myself into a toilet cubicle at work as I was enduring four or five panic attacks a day. And I couldn't hear of anyone who had become poorly as this would spiral, spiral me into believing that it was going to happen to me too. It was, for me, two years of walking through my darkest valley. When David wrote this psalm, he was often alone and in hiding. I was lucky, luckily enough to be cared for at this time by my wife and by my family. But despite that, I often felt completely alone and isolated because at this time, I didn't know God. Even though David was facing the darkest valley alone, he knew that God was with him. The one who created the stars, the one who created the heavens and earth, the one who is keeping everything in order is with him. I really hope that one day I get to truly fathom what that means because I still don't think I truly, truly get it. Because no matter what is thrown my way, I should fear no evil because God Almighty is with me. It got to the stage for me in my life where nothing seemed to be working for my health anxiety. So after years and years of mum asking me to do an Alpha course, in January 2016, I did one. The Alpha course, for those who don't know, is basically Christianity 101. Laura came with me for the promise of free cake. Throughout that time, we learned what it, is, what it means to have God with us. God came to be with us through Jesus and then he sent his Holy Spirit to be with us forever. There's a day on the Alpha weekend when you get the opportunity to receive that promise of the Holy Spirit into your life, to ask God to come and live inside you. And as part of that, we receive prayer too. I received prayer about my anxiety and I experienced peace that was just unexplainable. Up until this point, it had been two years of walking through the darkest valley and not a single day up until this point was there a glimpse of peace. Yet within a second of praying to God, I had experienced what it's like to have God with me. And from that moment, I haven't had another panic attack since. It's been seven years without one. Don't get me wrong, 
I have been so close at times. There have been times where, although God is with me, I have felt fearful and panicky. Yet there is this deep understanding that I have that God is with me. And I pray that I understand what that means every single day. My ultimate fear was like my auntie. My life would be snatched away from me in just a second. And not only was the fear of death completely overwhelming to me, I saw the destruction and devastation of what death does to a family. In John 10 verse 10, Jesus talks about there being a devil or a thief that comes to kill, steal and destroy. Whenever there's a dark valley, don't you think that these words are a perfect description of what is going on. There's a sense of something has been stolen or something has been robbed from you. There's destruction or a trail of complete devastation. Yet this is what Jesus says in the following section. I have come that they, that you may have life and have it to the full. How do we have life to the full? Well, a couple of chapters later in John 14, Jesus is talking to his disciples. He is in the upper room and he's telling them about him going away. The disciples, of course, are worried. They are completely devastated because they have had Jesus with them for three years. And now he's saying he's going away. But here is the good bit three wonderful points that I want to break down for us in chapter 14 of John. Number one is how knowing that Jesus has prepared a place for us in heaven. Number two, how the promise of the Holy Spirit means that God is with us now and forever. And number three, the importance of declaring scripture over ourselves in times when we are facing dark valleys. So let's look at that first point. In John 14 verses 1 to 4, Jesus says to his disciples, Do not let your hearts be troubled. You have put your trust in God, put your trust in me also. There are many rooms in my father's house. If it were not so, I would have told you. I am going away to make a place for you. After I go and make a place for you, I will come back and take you with me. Then you will be where I am. You know where I'm going and you know how to get there. Do you know that Jesus has prepared a place for you in heaven? If you have accepted Jesus as your Lord and Saviour, there is a place for you in the Father's house. Whatever happens to you in this world, nothing can take that place away from you. Whatever the darkest valley looks like, your peace comes from knowing this truth. I think as David wrote Psalm 23, he knew his peace came from that too. David finishes the psalm with, and I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever, which we will look at in more detail in a few weeks time. But for me, it really speaks of no matter what is thrown our way, no matter what the darkest valley looks like, we will be with God in heaven one day and nothing can separate us from that truth. How different those two years would have been for me if I had known this, because of Jesus's death on the cross and resurrection, if I put my trust into Jesus, I get to be with God in heaven forever. This is why I am just so in love with Jesus. It's why I boast in Jesus. I honestly say this to the youth all the time. I hope if there's one thing you remember me for, it's just how much I love Jesus. Because without Jesus, where is hope? Where would my story have ended if I hadn't have found Jesus? 
I often wonder why we have a mental health crisis in our nation, but do we actually wonder why when we've become more and more secular? Because there is such a lack of hope in our nation now. Yet this is the most hopeful news of all time. There is a place for us in heaven. I don't know about you, but it genuinely, genuinely makes me want to tell as many people as possible of the hope that can be found in Jesus. There are so many people walking around, not just in Manchester, not just in our schools or workplaces, but globally who are facing dark valleys every single day without the knowledge of God being with them through Jesus. Because that's the promise God gives us. If we put our faith and trust in the Lord Jesus Christ and ask to receive the Holy Spirit, he will be with us forever. Which leads, um, which leads to the second section of John 14, where Jesus confirms this promise of the Holy Spirit. My whole talk is about God being with us. And here in John 14, Jesus is talking about leaving his disciples. Can you imagine what that must have been like to walk with Jesus for three years, see the incredible miracles he did? What it must have been like to have walked alongside Jesus? It must have been incredible. I bet the disciples felt we can face anything that comes our way today because Jesus is with us. And now he's saying, I am going. Can you comprehend the devastation of the, of the disciples? I always remember thinking when I first became a Christian about how much easier life would be if I had Jesus in the flesh with me every day. How much safer would I feel in Jesus's company? But Jesus actually said, it's for your benefit that I go away. It's actually better for us. Why? Because of this incredible promise in verse 16, a promise that is later fulfilled in Acts 2 and one that changes life forever. Jesus promises that God will send a helper and he will be with you forever. This helper Jesus is referring to is the Holy Spirit. And through the Holy Spirit, God comes to live with us forever. This is what I experienced on that Alpha course. God coming to live inside me, to be with me. Just make a mental note of those first two truths that we've spoken about. Firstly, if we love Jesus and acknowledge we are sinners who need a saviour, we are promised a place in heaven. And secondly, if we ask to receive the Holy Spirit, God will be with us forever. It's from this understanding that we get our third section, which Jesus is leaving us with peace. One of the most unhelpful things I have found is someone saying, don't worry. I used to get it at times of great panic. Have you tried not worrying about it, Luke? It used to really annoy me because it feels so much easier said than done. I then became a Christian and found that Jesus said it quite a lot too. Don't worry. I found myself in so many situations where I'm like, don't worry, Luke, but I'm worrying and I have to declare over myself, I am not fearful. I won't worry about it. And I think that's what David is doing in Psalm 23. He's declaring God's truth over himself. He is walking through the darkest valley. And what does he choose to do? He chooses to declare God's truth. I think there were moments in David's life when Saul was hunting him down where he was probably a bit fearful. And that's why he declares it, I will fear no evil for you are with me. Do you need to declare that God is with you today 
over yourself? Do you, do you need to declare that if you have put your trust in Jesus, there is a place for you in heaven? And when the enemy comes to steal, kill and destroy, you can say nothing can separate me from God's love. Nothing can take away my eternity. And that's why I have hope. I have a seat at the right hand side of the Father with Jesus in heaven. There is so much power in declaring truth over ourselves because there may be times when we feel like God isn't with you. And that's one thing I've learned since becoming a Christian, not to pay too much attention to my feelings or thoughts. I can't believe everything I think or everything I feel, especially when it's contradictory to the authority of scripture. I need to at times when it doesn't feel like God is close to me to declare that he is with me because truth tells me he is with me. So what's my take home message from this talk for you today? If you are in a dark valley or in the valley of shadow of death, like David, there is hope because your eternity is with God in heaven. Not only is your eternity marked out, but whatever you are facing, you aren't facing it alone because through the Holy Spirit, God is with you. And although at times it may not feel like God is with us, we know he is with us because of his truth and promises. And sometimes we just need to declare that truth over ourselves. Mm -hmm.